appendix of saunterings in and about london by max slesinger this librivox recording is in the public domain appendix correspondence letter one sir john to dr keif hyde cottage november fifteen my dear doctor herewith i return the proof-sheets of part two of the saunterings in and about london and i beg to thank you for them although i know you sent them less for my amusement than because you wished to procure for me a sort of private view of myself and my prejudices as you call them never mind an english gentleman can afford to hear the truth spoken anywhere and anyhow and if you promise to resign some of your teutonic crotchets i gladly pledge my word in return that i will never again try to reason a frenchman's hind leg straight for after all that unfortunate dispute was the worst our friend could lay to my charge now as for our friend's book which you tell me is to be published at berlin the most intelligent and erudite of all the german capitals really doctor i do not half like the idea how are these two little volumes ever to give the germans a proper idea of what london really is a good many capital descriptions there are but dear me how much there is that is wanting i tell you the very things are wanting which would most improve the german mind if your friend had but condescended to notice them not a word does he say of our picture galleries incomparable though they undoubtedly are the bridgewater vernon and hampton court collections are not mentioned nor is the british museum nor st paul's nor the Colosseum, nor madame tussaud's nor are barclay and perkins he does not even mention our most magnificent streets and quarters regent street bond street belgravia and westbourne terrace are most wickedly neglected by our flighty friend he has not a word for the monster concerts of exeter hall and he absolutely forgets that there are such places as covent garden billingsgate and hungerford markets the zoological gardens the botanical gardens kew richmond windsor arts literature charities all are passed over in contemptuous silence my dear doctor i put it to you if those places and matters are not mentioned at all how are the foreigners ever to understand what london is the people of berlin are actually led to believe that we have no picture galleries and hospitals your friend might write ten volumes without exhausting the subject don't you agree with me we must have a word or two on the subject when you come to see us the country is charming just now where out of england can you find such beautiful green meadows and so mild an air in november i walk about without a greatcoat thinking of the mountains of snow in germany and of the wolves that make their way over the mountains and into the very sanctuary of the cologne cathedral it's a little damp now and then especially after sunset but it doesn't matter for in the evening i have my fire and my newspaper the fact is there's no comfort except in england and in the country come and look at our cottage the children expect you so do i yours etc p s in this season of the year you had better take a glass of cognac in the morning you'll find some bottles in the cellar before going to bed take one of my pills you'll find a box on my table don't be obstinate you can have no idea of the dangers of an english november letter two dr keif to sir john guilford street november sixteen 
my dear sir i think of coming on sunday in the meanwhile i must give you some sort of explanation respecting the incompleteness of our friend's saunterings he might indeed in his book have mentioned all the remarkable places and sights of your metropolis but he could only have mentioned them he preferred taking up a few strong features and phases and expatiating on them of course a great deal was passed over in silence you as an englishman have the greatest right to complain of such neglect but most respectable sir john pray do not forget that in this manner mention has not been made of many things which are by no means agreeable to british ears when commented upon by foreigners a good many capital descriptions there are but dear me how much is wanting i tell you the very things are wanting which we germans i trust shall never think of imitating not a word of your dog and rat fights not a word of the manifest incompetency of the majority of your sculptors and painters not a syllable of your unequalled musical barbarism not a word of the stupendous prostitution of the dirt the dissoluteness the bestiality in the lower thames quarters and the borough no detailed descriptions of your gin palaces and sailors saloons your learned professions the intricacies of the law medicines swamped in charlatanism your high church your low church and sectarian fanaticism your bigoted universities oxford and cambridge the narrow-mindedness of your aristocracy and the snobbism of your middle classes all these matters are altogether left out my dear sir john you are quite right it would take ten volumes to exhaust the subject between ourselves perhaps you would not half like it if our friend were to continue his saunterings london is awful just now where in the world can such fogs and such a pestilential atmosphere be found except in london the wolves in the cologne cathedral are mere creations of your free-born british fancy and as for the present absence of your greatcoat do i not know that englishmen brave even the rigours of a german winter in check trousers and dress-coats but they are cunning enough to don those respectable habiliments over sundry layers of flannel have you left off your vests etc of course you are comfortable in your country cottage and i shall come to admire you in all your glory yours etc p s your medical advice is valuable i mean in part to conform to it i found the cognac and shall take it as directed but your pills i shall not take i'm reading the french papers and they do quite as well End of Appendix End of Saunterings in and about London by Max Slesinger